What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Noted Nina, the podcast. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're feeling great. I hope you got a lot of likes on your last Instagram post. I hope you had something real good for dinner last night. I just hope, you know, I hope things are great. Okay? God, my intros are just so strange. Anyways, how's it going? Got a few things to get into. I'm sure you know what majority of the episode is going to be about, but um, let's talk about the other shit first, okay? First off, I just want to say I had a really lovely day on Saturday. I had a nice weekend, but I had a really, really cute day Saturday. Um, You know when sometimes, like, I like being around my boyfriend Primo all the time but you know that there are those times that you're just like oh my god I just had like so much fun with you you know anyone else with me on that um so that this weekend was one of those weekends I was just like oh my god this is like the best time ever and we weren't even really doing anything so we found this like little charcoal grill in my garage in Primo and I love a hot dog on the grill. I mean, there's legitimately nothing like it. I mean, there really isn't. Um, so we had a little cookout. First, let me say I totally jinxed the weather last week. That can be one of my misses because I completely jinxed it. I got on last week's episode and I was like, yeah, it's going to be 70 degrees. Uh, and it was like legit 30. It wasn't 30. My calendar, my um, weather thing said that it was 59 degrees, but it was a cold ass 59. It wasn't like, you know, a cool, like it's springtime 59. So anyways, yeah, I mean, the dedication was real. We stood outside. First of all, we didn't know how to light the damn charcoals. Like it was just a mess. I couldn't find the um, lighter fluid at the store. So we just got like self-lighting ones and it was just... It was just a mess, but you guys don't care about that. Anyways, we had our little cookout outside. We were both frozen by the time the food was done. But, I mean, honestly, a hot dog on a, on the grill is just the greatest. I don't care what a hot dog has in it. I like Just like I don't care what a chicken nugget has in it, I'm going to eat that shit and I'm going to enjoy it, okay? And if anyone tries to tell me... Do you know how they make McDonald's chicken nuggets? Have you ever seen the video, bitch? Shut your stupid ass up because I'm still going to eat this shit. I'm going to dip this one in sweet and sour and I'm going to dip that one in ketchup. Lord Jesus, what I would do for some McDonald's chicken nuggets right now. Um, yeah. Anyways, this story, the moral of the story was I had a really delicious hot dog. Next, while we were continuing on this lovely day that I had with Primo, um, we partially watched, if he was listening to this right now, he'd be like, why are you lying? You didn't watch that shit. You are on Instagram. Um, some movie with 50 Cent, Robert De Niro. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It just, I just couldn't stay focused. So, you know, I was on Instagram, but then right Saturday, as you know, was Coachella and Beyonce was performing Saturday night. She was per- performing at 1105 pacific time which was two o'clock in the morning here so like after we ate i'm like okay should i take a nap right now should i try to go to sleep till maybe like one ish or something and then wake up and then watch it so you know i'm not extremely tired that plan didn't work out because i went i got youtube on my um up on my tv and i was like making sure that coachella would go on how fast i could find it all that all that shit because I could not miss a single second of this Beyonce performance. So yeah, I get YouTube up. Then I'm just like scrolling through like YouTube and whatever. And I see this video that's like, try not to dance or try not to sing. And so I'm watching it and I got like sucked in. But the first one was like today's music and not to be like an old person, but I don't know shit that's out right now. I knew like maybe a handful of the songs. But I'm, like, so old. I, I was literally like, who is this? Who is this little Yachty? Who is this little Zanny? Whatever the hell these freaking kids' names are now. So I put on, I was like, let me see if they have, like, a 2000s version. Let me just tell you, I failed immediately. Like, first song, failed. 
I have to sing and I have to dance when like 90s, 90s, 2000s jam, jams come on. Like I have to. I failed so bad. But then we kept watching like a few of those videos, like four or five of those. Failed all of them. Then we put on Vine compilations. When I tell you this was like maybe 10 o'clock, 9, 10 o'clock that like we came in my room and like put YouTube on. We were watching Vine compilations until 2 o'clock in the morning when Beyonce got on Coachella. Why did they end Vine? I just want to know. Like, Vine was so entertaining. It was, honestly, the next generation will never know how amazing Vine was. There are so many Vine compilations. Some of them are stupid because, you know, Vine did get a little stupid, but, like, The genuine, like, one-timers were amazing. Like, the That's my all-time favorite vine. The kid that's, F your chicken strips. I love him, too. He's a classic. I just beat on myself. You better not. Yeah. Um, Lissa, you know what I'm talking about. Love that one. Love that kid, Jay Versace. But, you know, he turned into, like, an Instagram videoer. Not, Not a fan. Um... Yeah, there are just so many great ones. So we watched pretty much every Vine compilation ever created on YouTube until Beyonce came on. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save that for later. Of course, it's a bling that Beyonce, I, I got to see like a full ass Beyonce concert. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Another thing I want to say, going back to the movie that we watched with Robert De Niro and 50 Cent, since we watched that, which was Saturday if you weren't paying attention. I have had three dreams about 50 Cent. Now, ask anyone that's known me for a long time, aka ask my sister. I have loved 50 Cent for many, many years. Um, I had a giant poster on my wall when I was probably, like, it was probably like, mm, <sighs> When did 50 Cent come out? Like, when did that album come out that had, like, the bullet holes in it? When did that come out? Because that's when I started being a 50 Cent fan, and I had that picture, like, giant on my wall. I was, it was probably, like, legit 2001. I'm such a mess. Um, But, yeah, I've loved 50 Cent since then. I've always loved me some 50. So, I've had, like, three dreams That I'm his girlfriend. (laughs) Can you believe that? (laughs) And it's just, I mean, it's just amazing. It kind of sucks. Like, this can be a bling animus because it's great when I'm, like, in the dream. But then when I wake up, I'm like, oh, right, right. So that's never going to happen in my entire life. Okay, great. But, yeah, I mean, just just for the time being while I'm in the dreams, while I'm Curtis Jackson's girlfriend, it's great. So yeah, pretty much the whole day Saturday, the whole night Saturday was a bling. Um, My 50 cent dreams are blings. And another thing, okay? I've mentioned them a few times on this podcast. Another podcast, My Favorite Murder. If you guys haven't listened, please go. If you like true crime, it's great. And they still talk about like life shit. And they ramble just like me, okay? And they're just great. I just love them so much. So anyways, they're going on tour. Just want to put this out there. I did see them once already and I did actually meet them and I took a Snapchat video with them that I still have saved. Anyways, they're going on tour again. The bling is that they are literally going to the theater that is 40 seconds down the street from my house. Like no lie. It's with, with, if you hit every light, Like, if you get stuck at every light, like, if it's, like, a red light, right? And there's, like, maximum traffic. It will probably take you seven minutes to get there. Every light green, no traffic, you're there in probably 60 seconds. Iconic. Amazing. The the miss of this, though, is that the tickets are selling out so damn fast. They did, like, a pre-pre-sale, and then they did a pre-sale, and both of those already sold out. So tickets go on general tickets, no like pre-sale shit, go on sale Friday, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this. Um, 
So yeah, send me good vibes that I'm going to get the tickets because, you know, my sister introduced me to the podcast and rudely she decided to get married the next day after the the last live tour, you know, when they came to Boston. Um, so I couldn't go with her. So I had to find a random person on Facebook to go with who was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the bitch didn't come with me because she, um, she decided to get married and shit and go to Vegas. Um, yeah, so send me positive vibes because I really want to go and uh, I'm like shook right now. My mom wants to go with us. My mom said, can I come? And I almost shit myself because I was like, oh my God, that would make my life. The only reason why me and my sister love true crime so much is because when we were younger, on like a Friday night, my mom would have us up watching like Monk, watching like, I don't know if there was like Investigation ID back then, but like we were always watching some like true crime shit on TV and my mom got us into that shit. So it's only right that she comes with us. So yeah, send me positive vibes. I really hope I get these tickets. Who friggin' knows? I probably won't and then I'm gonna cry. But yeah, bling, they're going literally right around the corner. So maybe I could just stalk them and tell them, come over for dinner. Miss, I might not get tickets. So yeah. Um, that's it for blings. Misses, I already talked about them. My favorite murder tour. Uh, I jinxed the weather. Like completely jinxed it. It was cold as shit. I had a sweatshirt on my ivy park sweatshirt and i had um my my black puffer jacket when we were outside um on the grill so yeah it was cold um what was the last thing okay my podcast notebook this is kind of a bling and a miss but like it's almost full i just feel so attached to this notebook for some reason that i'm like I, I don't think I will find one as good as this, but then again, I don't want want one that's the exact same. Does that make any sense? It doesn't matter. But my notebook is almost filled, my podcast notebook. I can't wait to um, save this and look at it like five years down the road. Won't that be fun when I'm on like my thousandth episode? I'll be like, let me just take a look back at the notes that I used to take and yada, yada, yada. You know what I was just thinking about, though, when I was setting this whole shit up? I wonder if one day I will be able to sit down and podcast, like, a full episode without having to edit it. Like, typically, I have to edit out the breaks I take in between words because I'm, uh, something's wrong with me. I, like, can't put my words together. I have a break in front of, like, legit every three words. Um... I say um so damn much. I cut those out. Sometimes I have to like re-say things because I stumble over my words because I'm just trying to talk so fast and I can't talk fast enough. Um, So yeah, I have to do a lot of editing sometimes. So I wonder if there will ever be a day that I just go straight through and I'm like, hey, what's up? Bang, 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 bang. You know? All right, that's all I got for blings and misses. I will have a really cool, hopefully, 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 next week, I will have a really cool bling to tell you guys about. I just don't know timing-wise when, what episode it'll fit into, whether it'll be next week or the week after. So yeah, something real cool coming up, guys. Get excited! So, shall we get into, um, I have a couple current events and then I have, like, celebrity shit. And then I obviously have Beachella to talk about for seven hours. So first, I was going to get on here and I was going to talk about the Starbucks issue that happened in, hold on, Philadelphia. The Starbucks in Philadelphia. You guys probably saw the video, but these two black guys were, I don't know if they were, I think they were like early 20s. I might have made that up, but they were young. Um... They were in the Starbucks. They were sitting there, minding their business, talking to each other. They were waiting for a friend. One got up, used the bathroom, came back. They were still waiting for their friend. They hadn't ordered anything because they were waiting for their friend. And the store manager called the police and got the two of them arrested because they said that they used the bathroom without being customers. When they were just sitting there minding their business, they were literally just sitting there being black and 
the store manager called the police. So anyways, they ended up getting arrested. And of course, there's been like huge reactions to this. People are saying a boycott Starbucks, this and that. So I was going to get on here and talk about how disappointed I am in Starbucks and in the manager at that store. And give a shout out to the guy that was in the video that was like, they were literally just sitting there. Why are they getting arrested? Like, shout out to that guy because you know what? I saw a tweet and it said, this is how white people use their privilege. If you're someone who thinks white people don't have privilege, stop listening to my podcast. This is how white people use their privilege because if it were a black person saying... Why are they getting arrested? They were just sitting there. That person would have also been arrested. But because it was a white guy, he said to the officer, why are they being arrested? They were just sitting here, blah, blah, blah. This is how we use our privilege. We speak out, okay? So shout out to that guy. Um, Now I can luckily come on here. Yes, it is still disappointing. Yes, of course, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Not even just at Starbucks, but any any and every other company and person and everything just needs to look within, okay? Um, But Starbucks, they've decided that on May 29th, they're going to close all 8,000 of their stores, their company-owned stores, because there are stores that are like, we proudly serve Starbucks. I don't think those places will be closed, but the Starbucks stores all 8,000 of them will be closed for an afternoon of education. So they're going to have all their workers come in, which is over 175,000 people. And this is what one of the, the CEO, Kevin Johnson, said. He said, closing our stores for racial bias training is just one step in a journey that requires dedication from every level every level of our company and partnerships in our local communities. And listen, you know what? It still sucks that it happened. It's terrible that it happened. It's terrible that it's 2018 and people need to go to racial bias classes and shit just to work and just so they're not racist at work. But it is a step in the right direction. I didn't see H&M doing this. I haven't seen any other company that had... um, like a racial scandal or anything like that. I've never seen them do anything like this. So you know what? This is a step in the right direction. I'm proud of Starbucks for taking the initiative to bring their employees in and saying, hey, this is an issue. We need to work on it. Yeah. So great. I'm, I'm really happy about that. And I hope that they just, it never happens again. Next, another more so, I guess, celebrity thing. Okay, we're getting into celebrity things. This is like, for some reason, I feel an emotional connection to this. Okay, let me just explain it. So for the Red Sox home opener, they had the gymnast Allie Reisman. You guys know I suck at last names. I don't know if it's Reisman, Reisman, whatever. Um, But they had her throw out the opening pitch first pitch kickoff pitch don't don't know don't know what it is um they had her and she was joined by David Ortiz so Allie is one of the girls that um she was on the U.S. gymnastics team that she was abused sexually abused by the team's doctor um so how amazing is this guys David Ortiz was there if you don't know who Big Poppy is You better ask about him. Okay, so he's on there. He's on the mound with her. He opens his, he has his, uh, a jersey on, right? He takes the jersey off and he has a shirt on. Oh my God. This is honestly so beautiful. I just love him so much. He has a shirt on that says girl power. Oh my God. Like this is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. Like I love this so much. I I feel like, you know, I personally know David Ortiz because people that I know personally know, like, are cool, like, really cool with David Ortiz. So I feel like I'm cool with David Ortiz, even though I haven't talked to those people in about 10 years. And I've never met him or anything. I just feel emotionally invested in this story. I think it's so beautiful. 
I'm just like in love with this. I, I'm just staring at this picture and I can't move on because I think it is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I can't. It's so cute. Okay. Shout out to David Ortiz. He's just an icon. A true, true, big poppy, Dominican ass icon. Next, I guess we're just talking about like a bunch of sports shit. I guess you could call this. Yeah, 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 this is sports. John Cena and Nikki Bella are breaking up. They're calling off the engagement. I was wondering if they had children together, but I don't think they do. I think that's her sister who has kids with her husband, but they don't have kids. Pretty sure I've told you guys about my John Cena story. If I haven't, I'll say it real quick. I went to meet him when I was younger and I was obsessed with wrestling. And um, I waited like three hours in line, right? I had him sign my little book. The whole time while we were in line, my mom was like, make sure you say Christina with a K. Make sure you say Christina with a K because you don't want him to write Christina with the C-H. And I'm like, okay, mom. Okay, mom. Okay, mom. I get up there. It's my turn. I shake his hand. Hi, Christina with a K. So embarrassing. I totally ruined my shot with him. <sighs> I was also like eight years old, so it doesn't really matter. But anyways have loved John Cena. Maybe this is my chance. <laughs> I was trying to whistle his theme song. I saw, um, was it a vine or maybe I saw it on Instagram recently. I don't remember. It's all a blur. My whole life is a blur. I saw a little kid fluting through his nose, the John Cena theme song. And he was fluting it through his nose. I'm a shitty ass whistler. Anyways, they're breaking up. Mm, yeah, it is what it is. Next, real quick, um, Chloe gave birth. She gave birth like the day after or the day that the podcast came out, I think last week. I don't know. Um, the baby's name is True Thompson. Let me just read you this caption real quick because um, it's some bullshit. Okay. Our little girl, True Thompson, has completely stolen our hearts and we are overwhelmed with with love. Such a blessing to welcome this angel into the family. Mommy and Daddy love you, True. So, I mean, maybe I'm just a petty-ass bitch, but, like, if I just found out that my baby daddy cheated on me and I was in the middle of giving birth, one, I'm a petty-ass bitch, clearly. That baby would not have your last name. Sorry, you should have thought about that. Um, but also I wouldn't be like, mommy and daddy love you. I'd be like, mommy loves you. Daddy's out here being a hoe doing dumb shit. No, I wouldn't. You know, you can't talk bad about your child's father or mother in front of them. I know, I know. My mom was a saint, never said a bad word about my dad. And you know what? That's the way you got to do it. Why am I talking about this? Why am I getting into a freaking therapy session with two guys right now? Anyways, I would just be much pettier than Khloe Kardashian was, but also you don't want to look like a petty, spiteful bitch. It's just such, oh my god. Anyways, the caption seems very loving. It seems like they're kind of moving on from this whole cheating scandal, even though it's like still, the tea's still hot, okay? The tea is like warm. It's like lukewarm, okay? But even though her caption seems like all friendly and shit, I did hear that once she's cleared to fly, she's out that bitch, her and the baby. So we'll see. We'll see if they stay together, if they get, if they break, break up, what? It's really none of my business. If someone wants to keep their partner after they've cheated, that's absolutely none of my business. You know why? Because it's not my relationship. And that's the exact outlook you guys should all have on it. Everyone else in the world should have on it. I don't care what happens in someone else's relationship because it ain't mine, okay? But yeah, true Kardashian. Uh, no, not true Kardashian. True Thompson. Speaking of Kardashians, let's talk about Kanye Kardashian. Um, he is actually writing a book. So the caption, okay, I saw this on the Shade Room and it says Kanye West confirms he's writing a philosophy, philosophy book called Break the Simulation. So at first I'm like, I just saw the caption, like the picture and shit. And I was like, what? A philosophy book? 
what the hell? But then I um, like kind of looked more into it. I read the caption and shit. And it actually seems really interesting. So in an interview, he said, he pretty much said it's going to be about photography and photographs and how we're so obsessed with photographs. He says, I've got a a concept about photographs, about human beings being obsessed with photographs because it takes you out of the now and transports you into the past or transports you into the future. It can be used to document, but a lot of times it overtakes people. Totally agree with that. I I don't know if I would say that I'm going to buy it and read it, but like if anyone wants to, you know, let me know how it is, I would check it out. I actually would because I think that's a very, I think that's very true. I think it's kind of ironic though because I think the person that, literally the person in the world that is the most obsessed with pictures and photography and shit is Kim Kardashian, his wife. So, I mean, I think it's a little ironic, but... I think it seems really interesting, honestly. I think we do live in a time that we're very obsessed with, like, capturing things in picture. Which I don't think there's anything wrong with unless, like he said, it takes over you. I mean, Kanye is a little crazy and a little cuckoo sometimes, but he does have a good point. So it it might be a good book. Also, real quick about the Tristan Thompson thing. Hilarious. This is literally the funniest thing I've ever seen. The there the paparazzi pictures are like the you know pictures of the girl that came out her leaving the hotel. Gabrielle Union is in the back of the pictures. I was dying. So it's just the picture of the girl leaving. It's not the picture of the girl and Tristan together, but it's the picture of the girl leaving. She got her you know Louis Vuitton Neverfull bag and all that shit. Still the same fashion over jumpsuit and shit on from like two days ago. Um, and yeah, Gabrielle Union's in the back, just like smiling, having a great time. She was probably like going out to dinner or whatever. Hilarious. So freaking funny. Okay. Um, shall we? Oh, okay. I have one other thing. You know, that stupid ass, dumbass Takashi 69 he, um, signed a $4.9 million headphone deal. I don't like to be negative. I mean, I talk shit constantly but he's someone that I actually wish bad on like he is a terrible person looking at him hearing him watching him even with no sound on and pretty much everything his whole existence is just terrible honestly terrible he's like a convicted rapist and shit he's a terrible person I wish terrible things on him And that's probably bad karma, but is it bad karma when it's a bad person that you're wishing it on? No. I think the universe is going to cut me some slack. Just wanted to mention that real quick because why are, why is shit happening to shitty people? Why is good shit happening to shitty people? Why does he have all this money? Why does he, why is he signing this $4.9 million headphone deal? I mean, I would never want to be in competition with Dr. Dre because I got my beats on right now and I love beats. Um, but like, I'm a good person. Someone reach out to me and and offer me as some type of deal and some shit. God damn it. Okay. Um let's talk about Coachella, shall we? All right, so just a few like key points. The yodeling boy from Walmart was there. Um this is this is this is the internet, okay? The internet in 2018 and this is just what we're all about. We take someone who is a viral sensation on the internet and we literally turn them into a superstar. This is what 2018 is about. And it's so strange. So if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, there's a video of a little boy. He's in Walmart. He got like a button-up shirt, cowboy boots, jeans, I think about, I think cowboy hat. Um, And he starts yodeling in the middle of Walmart. For some reason or another... My explanation is going to be, again, this is 2018. Um, It becomes a viral phenomenon. And he was at Coachella. He was literally performing yodeling at Coachella. It's weird. It's strange. But you know what? Shout out to the little boy. Shout out to his yodeling. 
Kid Fury um, talked about him. Kid Fury from the Reed podcast. If you guys don't listen to that, listen to that too. Um, he was talking about him and he was saying, as long as he is a nice, respectful boy that believes in equality and treats everyone nicely and equally and all this shit, then Kid Fury is happy for him that he has this great Coachella performing yodeling talent. And I'm, I'm with him on that because, you know, we got duped once with um that little boy that made the bullying video and then he turned out to be saying the N-word and shit. This little boy, yodely, yodel boy, um, shout out to you if you're a good human being. We're happy for you that you're performing at Coachella if you're a good human being. Next, a little possible couple news. Um, Tyga and Iggy Azalea were seen all weekend together, arm in arm, hand in hand. Pretty sure Iggy Azalea is like, she seems like she's a big bitch, like a tall bitch. And Tyga is definitely like a little bitch. So I don't know how that would work out, but who knows? Maybe there'll be a couple from now. Kylie and her baby daddy, oh, tra- hmm. what's his name? Travis Scott, right? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is Travis Scott. Kylie and her baby daddy, Travis Scott, they were there as well. Nicki Minaj was there. Migos were there. Cardi B was there. Kourtney Kardashian and her BF were there. Rihanna, of course, was there. Beyonce, of course, was there. Rihanna is just, oh my god, I love her so much. She wore, like, no lie, a Rey Mysterio mask. I I don't get, like, when did Coachella start getting so weird for outfits? Like, when did that become a rule for Coachella that you gotta wear, like, something so out there, all the girls have, like, a different color hair? When did that become a thing? I don't know, but of course, Rihanna slayed our life, Rey Mysterio mask, killing all these hoes. She was actually puffing, like, you know, that little puffball that she has of glitter that she just put out she was puffing that shit on top of the Rey Mysterio mask iconic Cardi B was channeling um TLC giving us straight TLC 90s vibes I was into that and I'm always into Cardi especially when she's being a wild bitch I mean I just love it I'm so glad that this pregnant belly is not stopping her from twerking and pretty much you know going back to her old days of being a stripper on stage I'm here for it if I ever choose to bring a life into this world I hope that I'm as poppin as Cardi B is while being pregnant my sister's baby shower is coming up, so hopefully I can, you know, put on that Cardi B song and my sister will start dancing like that, like getting down, doing like the spider or the crab crawl and like, eh, eh, eh. Hopefully, if she does, I'll take videos. I'll, I'll put it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, MySpace, all that shit. Okay, um... I think that's enough about everyone else. Let me just get into my Beyonce... Beachella experience okay so like I mentioned I put it on my my tv I was not playing games I was not about to watch it on my damn um iphone that was was not going to be big enough so I put youtube on my tv I went at 205 I went at like 203 right um because primo just has to bust my balls he's like wait let me just check this out real quick and I'm like Beyonce like I was like freaking out if I had missed a second, I w- would have died and killed him. Um, anyways, we turn it on and Post Malone is still on. And I'm just like, ugh. First of all, I don't like Post Malone. And second of all, you're supposed to be gone and Beyonce is supposed to be on. I don't care who it was before Beyonce. I don't want you on, okay? I want you gone. I want you out of here. So yeah, he's like, oh, can I play one more song for you guys? And I'm like, ugh, please don't. Anyways, he plays the one song. He brings out, um, and really like I'm a rock star. Who's in that song? 21 Savage, okay? He brings out 21 Savage. They do rock star. Then he's like, oh, you know, um, 
I can't believe I'm on the Coachella stage and I'm doing this right now. I had so many haters. And you know what I would say to the haters? I don't even know. And then he's like, congratulations. And then, you know, he got that song. Congratulations. So then he started singing that. And I'm like, I'm going to need you to go. You need to get the beep off this mother beeping stage, bitch. Um, so, yeah, eventually he got off the stage. See ya. See ya. Um, and then Beyonce came on and I wasn't ready. I truly was not ready. She, the bitch slapped me in the face and then body slammed my ass onto the ground. And then straight up, like, you know, went to the top, went to the top, uh, top, what's that thing called in a, in a wrestling ring? She went to the top one. You know what I'm talking about, right? She patted her elbow like this and she jumped on my ass and elbowed me, elbowed the shit out of me. Okay. I wasn't ready. <sighs> okay, so first, you know, they they start playing, like, the band thing. I'm not going to go, like, a full play-by-play of it, even though I honestly want to. I want to watch it right now and give you my commentary. But, oh, my God, should I do that? That would be amazing. It would probably just be me screaming, so it wouldn't be that interesting. So, anyways, the band is playing. It, it Yeah. I can't even. First, let me just mention, because this was like at the beginning of the performance, she did Crazy in Love, right? And when she was doing the uh-oh, 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 oh, na na, that part, that shit was mixed with Back That Ass Up by Juvenile. I feel like the universe in Beyonce did that for me because... Crazy in Love is one of my favorite Beyonce songs. It's like, it's so hard to put her songs in order of which one I like the most because I just love them all so much. But that's definitely like top five. If I absolutely had to choose, it's definitely top five Crazy in Love. Also, Back That Ass Up is like a classic. Every time it comes on, bitch, I lose my shit. So, like, I really didn't deserve both of those being mixed together. Oh, my God. Just thinking about it is just giving me the chills. Like, I fully have the chills. Fully have the chills right now. That's what I, I want. I had to mention that. Like, I specifically had to point that out. It's, like, in the first five minutes of the performance, if you guys can watch it, look it up on Facebook. Go to my Facebook if you're not friends with me. I mean, if you are friends with me, look it up. It's on there. I'm pretty sure that part is the first, like within the first five minutes. Definitely within the first 10. So yeah, yeah, check it out. Um, also got to mention, she brought out uh, Destiny's Child. That was amazing. Okay. This was her, um, her last set. They brought her, they brought Destiny's Child out. She had on like the camo outfit. And if you noticed, she had a bit of a, a wardrobe malfunction. She, I don't know what was going on, but she kept like tugging on like the bra part and like the, like, you know, top. Um, so anyways, right? This is a, this is a funny moment. Okay. So Destiny's Child's come out they do, they do their thing. It was amazing. It was iconic. When they did Soldier, I was done. Um, when Michelle Crip walked on stage, when Michelle Williams, who is now like dating a pastor, I'm pretty sure, Crip walked her ass on that stage, I was, I was dead. Okay. Ivy was dead too. Um, okay. So, be uh destiny child leaves and i'm like hey what about survivor and people was like what and you know it kind of got it kind of got messed up like i couldn't really talk because i was so focused on the um so focused on the performance and i was so just like into it right that i wasn't really hearing him and i was watching beyonce and i was tuned into beyonce but he was talking to me right and he was like what who's that and i'm like survivor and he thought I was saying Savira okay which who the hell is Savira so then he's like oh what happened to her and I was like I said tuned into Beyonce so I wasn't really like focusing on him and then he was just like messing around like being stupid and he was like oh what happened she died she got popped 
And I'm, like I said, focused on Beyonce. So I'm like barely even hearing him what the hell he's saying. And she keeps tugging on her bra. And I'm like, oh my God. And I like tug on my bra strap because I'm like trying to like explain to him like she's having a wardrobe malfunction. And he was like, what? She Breast cancer? She died of breast cancer? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, no lie. When he said breast cancer, that's when I like, it clicked in my head that he was like fully talking to me. I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I I was just asking why they didn't play Survivor. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, I thought you were saying Survivor. Like she was the fourth member and she died from breast cancer. I'm like, if you don't shut the hell up, I'm kicking you out of this room. Oh my God, I was just dead. So anyways, back to the performance. She brought out Destiny's Child. Amazing. Savira wasn't there, unfortunately. Um, Then she brought out Solange. You know, I just think it's so cute, her and Solange, because I have a sissy and me and my sis are like this bitch. I'm doing the twisted fingers right now. Me and my sis are like this bitches. So I just, I just feel that on another level. You know, I know their connection. I know me and Lissy's connection. And I just feel that I could see me and me and Lissy on that stage together. A tick, tick fight, a tick, 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 tick fight. Lissy, can we, um, can we perform that at the baby shower, please? Thank you. Um, Everything was just so amazing. It was like a full hour and 45 minutes, like almost two hours. It was like you were at a Beyonce concert, like Coachella who, bitch, you're at a Beyonce concert right now. My favorite thing about this was that it was so like down south black of Beyonce to do all this shit from like the marching band to like the step team all of her, um, there was like a hundred and something dance, um, dancers, that's what they're called, dancers, band players, all that shit, right, step dancers, backup singers, there was like a hundred and something of them, right, there were only a handful of white people, her whole team was black, okay, can you, real quick, can you just imagine being that token white person for Beyonce, Oh, oh my God. I truly can't imagine what, what that feels like. But anyways, yeah, it was just so, it was so black. She was the first black woman to headline Coachella in its 19 years of being around. They've never had a black woman um, headline the show. So I feel like because of that, Beyonce was like, okay, I'm the first black girl and I'm gonna be black as shit on this. I'm gonna... Everything about this is going to be just black excellence, okay? The performance was so black, okay? Miss Tina was actually scared that the mainly white, the the mainly pop tamale, I'm sweating, white ass Coachella crowd was not even going to understand the meaning behind it. They weren't going to like it, which, I mean, Miss Tina, it's Beyonce, okay? Beyonce can... It's Beyonce. I don't even need to explain that sentence. It's Beyonce. But yeah, Beyonce went through with it. She said, I don't care. I'm doing it. I am being great on this stage. And they're going to take it or they're going to leave it. And bitch, we took it. We took it. So I just need to read you some of the headlines, okay? Some of the headlines of this. Also, something else about Beyonce. She's donating $100,000 to four different HBCUs. Um, I mean, iconic. She's just a queen. She truly is. All right. So here's a few, here's a few pieces of articles. Here's a few um, headlines and shit about Beyonce from Coachella, okay? Billboard said... Of course, when it comes to Beyonce, nothing ever wavers. Not only did the queen set a new standard for herself at Coachella, but she set a standard for the entire festival and its female marquee for performers. Not just as the first black woman to headline the festival, but as, but as an artist whose creative prowess, don't even know what that word means, but I am here for it, will continue to be nearly impossible to match, okay? Just, that's all you need, those last few words. Nearly impossible to match. Thank you, Billboard. Next, The Guardian said, Beyonce at Coachella Review. 
greatest star of her generation writes herself into history. Thank you, The Guardian agreed. New York Times review, Beyonce is bigger than Coachella. Thank you, agreed. Noisy said, there is no one on earth like Beyonce. Yes, absolutely. Entertainment Weekly said, Beyonce's historic Coachella performance may be the best of all time. Yes, thank you, Entertainment Weekly. Rolling Stone said, from Coachella to Beachella, Beyonce schools festival goers in her triumphant return. Yes, absolutely. Another one, unnamed, don't know where it came from, but it is the truth. Beyonce's marching band-fueled Coachella performance is greatest ever, okay? And actually, there's one more. Business Insider, Beyonce gave what fans are calling the greatest show in history of Coachella. Got a couple more? Washington Post said Beyonce's Coachella performance wasn't just pure musical entertainment. It was a historic cultural moment. You heard that? Did you hear that? Historic cultural moment. Yep. The performance was so iconic, right? The San Francisco Chronicle tweeted, San Francisco's Grace Cathedral has announced it will host a special mass devoted to Queen Bee's music and accomplishments. Who is going to San Fran with me? This Grace Cathedral is about to have me going to church. Honey, I'm going to be praying to Jesus every day, saying my mass, uh, eating that damn nasty-ass cracker, and doing a bunch of holy shit. Thank you, Grace Cathedral. Also, also, one last thing, Beyonce break, breaks record as the most viewed Coachella performance of all time. The records went up 75% from last year. I am baffled, but at the same time, I am not surprised. Beyonce is the greatest performer alive. She is the greatest performer on earth currently. I think that she is a I think her and Michael Jackson, I wasn't really around for Michael Jackson's time. Beyonce is the greatest performer of my time, period. Dead or alive. I wasn't alive for Michael. I was alive for Michael Jackson, but not like in the full bit of Michael Jackson. Like I, I was too young to be like a full Michael Jackson fan. You know what I'm saying? But from seeing performance, for from seeing his influence on the music industry and all that shit... Um, I think they're a close, I think they're a close, um, tie. I want to say Beyonce is the greatest of all time, living or dead. Like, I really, truly, honestly want to say it because the singing, the way she dances, but also keeps her breath, no one could ever, I'm getting too hype. I need to chill out. Honestly, though, no one could ever, like, no person on earth could compete with Beyonce, period. Okay, so, I mean, there's another performance coming up this weekend. She's playing again. I can't imagine that she would do this same performance twice. If she does, I'll still be watching it, but I really, really just don't think she would. Um... But we'll have to see. I mean, we can, we can, we, we, you you will never predict what Beyonce is going to come up with. It's just not possible. You may think you have her figured out, but you don't. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I didn't go to bed until five o'clock in the morning because I was a little hype. It ended at four something. Oh, also I need to say when she performed Top Off, I was screaming. Like I was dead ass screaming. When she said top two and I number two, I was like, top two and I number two, smack in my bed and shit. And it was three o'clock in the morning. I didn't even care. I didn't even care. Okay. But yeah, we'll see what this weekend has in store for us. Um, I'm not ready. I'm truly not. Um, hopefully I will be able to take a nap. Like I'm not watching Vine compilations before it like six hours of Vine compilations. I can't, I can't. I need to take a nap first, wake up around like 1.30-ish, and yeah, yeah, get myself ready, get a glass of water because the bitch about to straight choke my ass and, oh my god. All right, so I will be back next week to talk about Beachella Part 2, you already know. 
Um, but for this week, I feel it's only right to, for the t-shirt quote, have one of the most iconic things that came from this uh, performance, which was, this This will be the quote. I also need a picture on it, so it's not just a t-shirt quote, it's a t-shirt quote and picture, okay? I, I, want, a, I want a shirt that says, suck on my balls, and I need a picture of Beyonce mid-step, okay? If shirts could have gifts on them, I would need the whole gif, but I don't think that's possible right now. So I'm just gonna have like the picture of Beyonce mid-step doing the suck on my ball step, okay? When I tell you I have been screaming that, so like every chance I can possibly get the past week, my mom is so sick of me. My mom dead ass wants to kick me out. She's like, stop it. Stop saying that. Stop. Like every single time I'm like, suck. She's like, Christina. I'm like, no, mom, no. Oh, my balls. Like I just have to. I, it just comes. It's not me. It's not me saying it. It's the spirit of Beyonce coming out of me and telling you to suck. Oh, my balls. I'm, I'm sweating. I am sweating talking about goddamn Beyonce. Oh my God, I can't. I truly can't. So yeah, t-shirt quote of the week. Suck on my balls. Picture of Beyonce mid-step. Yes! All right, guys, that's all I got for this week. I am so hype right now. I feel like I'm gonna die. I feel like my heart's gonna explode. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Get excited for Beachella Part 2. I'm dead, okay? I'm fully dead. Um, yeah, follow me on the gram, at NotedNina. Um, send me your questions to asknotedNina at gmail.com. If you want to know, you know, if you want me to send you, like, a playlist of my favorite Beyonce songs, email me, asknotedNina at gmail.com, and I will get back to you ASAP. All right, lovely. Talk to you guys later. And, yeah, long live Beyonce. Yeah. Bye.